Well, evening, everyone. Thank you, Gordon. We are going to just continue with the, the series, Sluggard Sloths and Leaky Faucets, uh, which we've started. This is our third week of, of looking at the book of Proverbs. But I want to start with a question. I like questions. And the question is this, what are you like or are you any good at taking initiative? Are you? Are you any good at taking initiative? I, I have a vivid memory of my dad saying to me on more than one occasion, show some initiative, son. Uh, but tonight we're going to look at this practice and uh, we're going to explore what the book of Proverbs tells uh, us and teaches us about it. And as we do that, we're going to learn a few lessons from sluggards and an ant. Two weeks ago, we, we thought about this subject of discipline, and we thought about it at three kind of different levels. There's self-discipline, and then there was the discipline that we receive from others, and then thirdly, there was the, the Lord's discipline. But we made the point that Proverbs reminds us that a disciplined life enables us to live well, enables us to live right. Well, taking initiative is a feature of a disciplined life. Showing initiative is a characteristic of a wise life. But before we, we kind of dive into this, I have set a challenge during this series. And the challenge I have set, and it's based on a practice by Billy Graham, but the challenge is to read one chapter of Proverbs per day for an entire month. There are 31 chapters in Proverbs. During the week, I received this email. I'm not going to tell you who it's from, but I love it. Here's what it said. Hello, David. It's a good way to start. Just, just thought you might like to know that we've taken up your Proverbs challenge. We're a bit behind after a slow start, but we're hanging in there, and very useful it is too. We've also started a proverb of the day with the family at tea time, which everyone seems to enjoy. It comes complete with its own jingle, but maybe that's downright weird. <laughs> it's brilliant, but I love the thought that people are picking up on this challenge to read a, prover a chapter of Proverbs every day for a month, which is something, as I've said, Billy Graham has done throughout his life. It's not too late to start if you want to pick up that challenge. But as we begin to think about taking initiative, let, let me read a few verses from Proverbs. They're going to be on the screen, so you, you don't need to look them up. But this is a kind of starting point as we think about what does it mean to take initiative? Why, why is this such an important subject? Here's a launch pad. How long will you lie there, you sluggard? When will you get up from your sleep? A little sleep, a little slumber. A little folding of the hands to rest, and poverty will come on you like a thief, and scarcity like an armed man. You see, one of, of the big headline messages of Proverbs, that this is one of the, the kind of big messages, wise people show initiative. Wise people demonstrate initiative. They, they don't always sit around waiting for things to happen. They get things done, and they're willing to take action when and where it's necessary. In other words, and again, this is a regular feature, they are diligent. 
Here's a definition of initiative. An initiative is the first in a series of actions. Initiative is a personal quality that shows a willingness to get things done and take responsibility. Well, Proverbs is a book, all 31 chapters of it, that encourages this mentality, that encourages this attitude and mindset, and it identifies this characteristic as important in the world of wisdom. Someone has said there are three types of people in the world. I was thinking about three types of people this morning, but here's another three types of people in the world. There are those who know what's happening, there are those who watch what's happening, and there are those who make things happen. Well, wise people, according to Proverbs, make things happen. In other words, they take initiative. They're not lazy. And in proverbial terms, laziness is the antithesis. It's the opposite of initiative. And so the writer of Proverbs has a lot to say about laziness. The book of Proverbs calls people who are lazy sluggards. Let me ask you, whenever you see that word or hear that word, what comes to mind? Because in some ways it's a really strange word. It's not one we use a lot. But whenever you hear it or see it, what comes to mind? Shout out. Slugs, okay. Anything else? Sorry? Slugger O'Toole. Uh, discuss. <laughs> right? Anything else? Comes to mind whenever you think of sluggard. Sloths. It's a great word. Here is a definition of a sluggard. And, and you can see how this definition and this idea jars with, with people who take initiative. But here it is. A sluggard is someone who is, is habitually lazy or inactive. Such a person does not take responsibility for his own life. And, and so Proverbs 6, 9 to 11 that we read a moment ago, it actually challenges this in, in, in direct terms. Let, let me read those verses again, only this time from the message. It's great. So how long are you going to laze around doing nothing? How long before you get out of bed? A nap here, a nap there, a day off here, a day off there. Sit back, take it easy. Do you know what comes next? Asks the Proverbs writer. Just this. You can look forward to a dirt poor life. Poverty will be your permanent house guest. Now, a wise person, it seems, avoids dirt poor living. Now, that poverty is, is, is not just and not so much relating to material poverty. What it's really saying is, listen, see if you don't take initiative. See if you're not proactive. Then you risk being dirt poor relationally, spiritually, emotionally, socially. You lose out at so many levels of life through an unwillingness to take action. That, that's what the writer of Proverbs is saying. And think about this, and, and we'll come back to it in a moment, but you see, if you don't take initiative in relationships, in certain relationships, you know what happens? You lose them. 
or those relationships will suffer. If you don't take initiative in relationships, they'll never reach their full potential. Being lazy in relationships leads to superficiality, a loss of contact, increasing distance, maybe even breakdown. The sluggard mentality is potentially dangerous, is what the writer says. And later on in Proverbs, he puts it like this in one of his favorite and infamous sayings. Some people, and this is brilliant, some people are so lazy they won't even lift the finger to feed themselves. And again, that does apply at a physical level, yes, but, but the writer of Proverbs being a wise man, a wise person, is getting deeper than this. This is also about a spiritual dimension, or has a spiritual dimension. And what he's really saying is, listen, spiritual food is right in front of you. It's accessible to you. But if you get lazy, you're going to forget to get stuck into it. A wise person doesn't make that mistake. They, they take action. They take initiative. They show discipline, and therefore they feed on every word that comes from the mouth of God. But lazy people won't even lift a finger to feed themselves. And so there is a challenge here about our engagement with God's word. Are we lazy about it or are we feeding on it? A sluggard doesn't take responsibility for feeding himself and that's never going to end well. But there's, there's another tendency of the sluggard. Yeah, they're lazy, but they procrastinate. I'll, I'll do it later. I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it someday. A wise person who takes initiative never says that or does that or rarely does. They know, in the words of Victor Kayyem, procrastination is opportunity's assassin. Procrastination is opportunity's assassin. A sluggard misses so many opportunities because they keep putting things on the long finger. And the writer of Proverbs says, don't do that. You'll miss so much. So a sluggard's lazy. They, they procrastinate. They also make excuses. Here's another great proverb, this time from chapter 22. The sluggard says, according to the writer, if I go outside, I might meet a lion in the street and be killed. But, but think about this, it's so practical and it's so good. And so a sluggard says, listen, if, if that's the case, do you know what? I'm going to do nothing. I'm just going to stay indoors. I'm just going to stay inactive. I'm just going to stick with being lazy because there are obstacles out there. There are dangers out there. And yet the reality is there will always be lions in the street. There's always obstacles, there's always challenges, there's always threats, there's always barriers in our way, but the wise person does not allow those to disable him or her. Doesn't allow those to intimidate and cause them to do nothing or very little. They get on and do. They don't make excuses. You can also look at this from the perspective, and we, we all know this, that according to the apostle Peter, there is always a lion outside our door and he's prowling round looking for who he might devour. 
And a sluggard is, is going to use that as an excuse for just staying where, there are and, and staying where they are and never stepping outside of their comfort zone for God. Whereas a wise person is going to take initiative and they're going to step out and step in to whatever God has for them despite the risks or the dangers or the obstacles. And so for those who want to be wise, for those who want to live a better life, for those who want to live a right life, a God-honoring life, what the writer says is, don't be like the slugger. Don't be lazy. Don't procrastinate. Don't make excuses. But just before the writer of Proverbs refers to the sluggard in chapter 6, he then, he also refers to the ant. And he says, listen, there's a great lesson you can take from the ant. And, and here's what he says. Go to the ant, you sluggard. Consider its ways and be wise. It's got no commander, it's got no overseer, it's got no ruler, yet it stores its provisions in summer and gathers its food at harvest. And what he's really saying is, listen, do you see the ant? The ant takes initiative. The ant shows initiative. There's nobody standing over the ant, making them do anything, but they still get on and get the job done because they know they need to do it. They take responsibility. And at the end of the day, they know that if you don't take responsibility, if you don't get active, if you don't take initiative, then as far as they're concerned, they're not going to eat long term and they will suffer for it. Their lives will be in grave danger. And, and it's not pushing it too far. In fact, it's not pushing it anywhere at all. But unless we're wise, unless we take action and initiative in our Christian lives, lives unless we exercise discipline, unless we invest in our spiritual well-being, we put our health at risk. And that's what the writer's saying here. Go to the ant, you sluggard. Consider its ways, how it shows initiative, how it plans ahead. Because the ant knows that if it wants provisions through the winter, then it's going to have to work hard and it's going to have to be active during the summer. The ant is the complete opposite of the sluggard. But as we kind of think about this a little further, I want to I ground it a little more. And I've already touched on one or two of these issues, but let me mention and highlight five areas of your life and mine where you need to take initiative. Five areas, simple areas, that are all mentioned in the book of Proverbs. But taking initiative in these five areas really matters. And I'm just going to touch on them very briefly. But the first area is, and as I say, I've already mentioned this area. It's in the area of relationships. Take initiative in relationships. See, if you're lazy in them, if you don't invest in them, if you don't nurture them, then, as I've said, they will suffer. And so what the writer of Proverbs says is, make time for relationships. Invest in relationships. Connect with people, connect with others, connect with family, connect with friends. These are all things that the writer of Proverbs teaches us to do. And if there is a relationship that you have with a family member or of a friend, with a friend, and you know, do you know something? I, I need to take initiative in that relationship. I, I need to do something about that relationship in order to build it, in order to maintain it. And can I encourage you to think through the whole area of your relationships with others. Are you required to take initiative in certain relationships because you're in danger 
of damaging them or losing them. The second area of life is work. Proverbs encourages hard work. Not to be lazy. And so you will find words of wisdom like these throughout the book. Let me, let me just read you a couple. Work hard, it says. And become a leader, be lazy, and you become a slave. He also says, work brings profit. Mere talk leads to poverty. Now, I know we've got to be careful how we apply these, but what the writer of Proverbs, these are principles, remember, they're not promises. Week one, if you were here during this series, it's not saying that's what's going to happen every single time, but it's a principle. And so the writer of Proverbs says, you've, you've got to work hard. Don't be lazy. You've got to take initiative. You've got to be active. And hard work, work requires diligence, but it's the wise thing to do. Third area of life that we need to take initiative in is, is our health, our physical well-being. If you're lazy, you will suffer physically. The Bible urges us to honor God with, with our bodies. Paul writing in the New Testament saying physical training is of some value. But we all know that takes initiative. It takes responsibility. It takes a willingness on our part to do something about it. The fourth area, and again, the writer of Proverbs encourages us along these lines to take initiative in, is our finances. And whether we have a little or a lot, there is always the potential for laziness when it comes to handling our money. We can be careless with the little we have or with the much we have. It is wise to be responsible with money. And when you read through Proverbs, and if you take up the challenge to read a chapter a day for a month, you'll come across gem after gem of advice on how to avoid falling into all kinds of pitfalls when it comes to our finances and to avoid being lazy with our finances and taking initiative. And so you have things like trust in your money and down you go. Proverbs 11, 28. Give me neither poverty nor riches. Give me just enough to satisfy my needs. Don't wear yourself out, says the writer, trying to get rich. Be wise enough to know when to quit. If we're lazy about money, it could be our downfall. And then the fifth and the final area where we must be diligent and take initiative is in here. It's in here, in the heart. It's in our spiritual lives, which at the end of the day I know affects all these other four areas. And as I thought about Proverbs on this issue, about taking initiative in here, then I found myself back at my life verse, which many of you know is Proverbs 4.23. And as I was preparing for this evening during the week, it struck me that, that here again is a proverb. It's a gem of biblical wisdom that urges and screams initiative. Because the writer says this, and this is so important, it's so vital, it's so central. Above all else, guard your heart. Because it affects everything else you do. Or from it, everything else flows, or it is the wellspring of life. Many of you know that back in 2001, on my first ever sabbatical, I was sitting opposite someone I'd never met before in Canada. 
And one of the first things they said to me or asked me was this, David, what are you doing to guard your heart? What are you doing to guard your heart? Because above all else, this is possibly the most important thing you can do. Above all else, guard your heart because it affects everything else. So they asked me, David, what are you doing to guard your heart? And that question threw me and sent me on a journey that continues today. Because if the state and condition of my heart affects everything I do as a dad and as a husband and as a colleague and as a pastor and as a friend and as a son and as a brother, etc., etc., then I need to make sure that I'm guarding it diligently. And you know what? It will not happen unless I take initiative. It will not happen if I'm lazy. It will only happen when I am disciplined and I am wise and I am diligent. During this series, I I may come back to this proverb, spend an entire evening on it maybe. But for tonight, let me ask you this. As you think about taking initiative in here, what are you doing to guard your heart? Currently, actively, intentionally. The book of Proverbs has been given. We all know this right from the second verse of the entire book. The book of Proverbs has been given for the purpose of teaching us wisdom and discipline. One of the characteristics of a wise and disciplined life is taking initiative. And so don't be like the sluggard. Instead, be like the ant. Don't procrastinate. Don't make excuses. Don't be lazy. Get active. Plan ahead. And here again are five areas in which we've got to take initiative in. In our relationships, in our work, in our health, in our finances, and in the state of our heart. Let me finish with a quote from Victor Hugo. Initiative is doing the right thing without being told. May God help us to do the right thing in each of these five areas. Gordon.